Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a hot buttered rum, a pumpkin pie sangria, or a pumpkin spice Oreo spice milkshake and get settled into a big puppy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. Oh my, this is a time for Thanksgiving. And it has been a kind of a crazy afternoon. Um, we are testing out our new platform possibilities. I'm going to click on Virgo Last because we've had we've been kind of back and forth with uh, getting the show up and running today. Hello, hello, Virgo Last here. <laughs> okay, silly question. You can hear me, right? <laughs> yes, you're a little yes, tiny. Oh, and I have an echo, which is going to drive me mad. Oh, um, am I causing the echo? I don't think so. Hold on. Did it go away? Okay. I think it went away. Okay. You know how it is where sometimes like the sound is bad and then like you hear your own voice repeating everything you just said and you just kind of like want to die. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But no, okay, okay. Wait, you I... all of a sudden sound better. <laughs> this is really, okay. Oh, my. This is why we're switching from blog talk. <laughs> okay. So many moving parts. Um, I don't know if anybody out there even heard my drink list. Should I repeat them for posterity's sake? <laughs> yes. Repeat, yeah, repeat the drink, the drink list. It was like really tinny. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. Um, yes. So starting over, few overs. These drinks are courtesy of the Delish website, um, and they are Thanksgiving-themed drinks. So we are looking at things such as a hot buttered rum, a pumpkin pie sangria, or a pumpkin spice Oreo spiked milkshake. Good I'm not time. sure how I feel about the about an Oreo spiked milkshake for Thanksgiving, but you know, I mean, I could see it working. Okay. So here's the deal with the pumpkin spiced Oreo spiked milkshake. It is oh, the Oreos are a pumpkin spiced Oreo. Oh God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> but, well, wait, wait, they're golden Oreos. Golden Oreos. Okay. So I think they're supposed to simulate a crust. Okay, I could see that. Okay, so it's kind of like just around the rim, right? I don't know. I think they might be ground up into it. Now we're going to have to go and explore the recipe. Let's see what it says. This is so exciting. All right. Um, It calls for one and a half ounces of vodka. Apparently they haven't met me. (laughs) (laughs) Four pumpkin spice Oreos. Ooh, pumpkin spice Oreos are a thing, apparently. Uh, three. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard that they exist. Wow. Oh, I see in the picture now the filling is pumpkin looking. Okay, salted caramel for drizzling, half a cup of milk, three scoops of vanilla ice cream. So you place the vodka, the pumpkin pie, the pumpkin spice Oreos, vanilla ice cream, and milk in the blender. You pour into the serving glass and drizzle with salted caramel sauce. Oh, that sounds good. That is definitely dessert in a cup right there. <laughs> that That is dessert in a cup. That is not like for the faint of heart, like, oh, I just want a little something, something tonight. No, <laughs> that is a commitment drink. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a commitment <laughs> drink. Yeah, no, that's kind of how I am. I'm not like a really big sweets person, and if I'm going to have sweets, it's got to be chocolate or nothing. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing the Oreo milkshake anytime soon. But, oh. no. but like, kudos to anybody who tries. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there was a pumpkin pie, or there was a pumpkin sangria or something. Did Would you consider that? I mean, okay, so every summer, my, well, before, in the before times, before, you know, like we were afraid to breathe on each other, my <laughs> friends and I would do a thing every summer called Sangria-thon, where <laughs> we all make a sangria, we take it to the beach, and we drink all day, and I have had so many different types of sangria, so I would absolutely try a pumpkin sangria, like, why not? And then at the end of the day, you throw it all in together, and you have (laughs) Frankenmaria. Ew. (laughs) Is it good? Because I'm kind of worried about that. See, I mean, at the very end of the night after you've been drinking sangria all day long, anything's going to taste good. (laughs) Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, because this one calls for white wine, sparkling cider, pumpkin pie vodka. I didn't even know that was a thing. I need to get out more. I mean, <laughs> they make pumpkin everything these days. <laughs> what can't be pumpkin? <laughs> wow. All right. Um, just, wow. Okay. So <laughs> we, um, there's a lot to talk about with this episode. It kind of goes in a bunch of different uh, directions. Yes, but like um I'm excited about it and I think you are too. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the gratitude part first because that is um you know kind of the whole Thanksgiving point. But I I think that kind of talking about gratitude is um <laughs> it it's the thing it's the requirement of the episode but I think that we are the the meat of the episode is going to be more the toxic positivity and energy vampires. <laughs> well, so, let's the start turkey. with this. <laughs> let's start with this. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, Mystic Chick, what are you grateful for right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. I am grateful for so many things. This, this Thanksgiving in particular, I think that, um, it's almost like its own um think about the rings of a tree. <laughs> this is the year like you could slice a tree later and you will see the pandemic year. <laughs> mhm. And yeah, it'll look it'll look completely different than the other rings of the tree. And so um in the spirit of that <laughs> I think that there is so much more to be grateful for than we actually, than we normally even kind of think about, but um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. Everybody's healthy. I'm grateful that um, we were able to adopt a dog amidst the pandemic. (laughs) I'm grateful that um, my husband was able to move his business from way far away in the city to our like two blocks away from our house about six or eight months before the pandemic hit because otherwise that would have been a complete and utter crazy situation yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah and um 
I'm just kind of grateful that we are in a time that we can have so many um, kind of technological advances that keep us connected, even though we have to be separate. <laughs> if that sounds crazy, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to say it. I mean, I guess that in 1918, like, what did they do? They just, like, all wrote letters to each other, like, all the time? I mean, there wasn't anything else to do. <laughs> Actually, you bring up one of my <laughs> gratitude activities, but we don't want to get that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So um, this is actually, <laughs> I had done a bunch of research on gratitude to um, part of, of um, gosh, I've had so many different, uh, I wear so many different hats. I am kind of a Jane of all trades. I have been for pretty much all my life. I have experience. I feel like this is part of my, my LinkedIn um, <laughs> resume online, but I have, I have work experience in myriad fields. Okay. So we're talking um, <laughs> way back when uh, I was part of the grocery, grocery baggers union. <laughs> I did not know this. I, I, I was, um, I worked in fast food in the drive-through and, and I worked there so efficiently and effectively that I was promoted to an associate manager. Um, I worked as, I worked in accounts payable as a clerk. I worked as a real estate secretary. Um, I worked as a kind of a data management person. Then I got into, what was it? Um, I did, I worked as a, how would you, what would you call that? I'm not even certain what my job title, I'm not even certain (laughs) what my job title was. I worked with human resources, but I developed, I was the training and development coordinator for a human resources department. And they kind of just made up the job for me because I had been in grad school at the time for industrial psychology. And so I was able to design and develop a whole bunch of uh, onboarding training and workplace seminars and uh, even sexual harassment. I worked with an attorney to develop a sexual harassment presentation. Um, Then, yeah, I went into industrial psychology. Um, But in that I've also been, um, I've been in marketing. Um, I've been in the uh, education system. I'm currently substitute teaching. Um, And I've also read tarot cards for about 20 years and um, a whole host of other kind of uh, like feng shui related situations and um, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So, I mean, yes, I am a Jane of all trades. (laughs) That was a long winded, sorry. Um, Okay. So anyways, so, but part of my industrial psychology training was in uh, workplace wellness. And so when I kind of went on my own as a consultant, um, I kind of went into developing designing and developing um, kind of workplace wellness solutions, including mindfulness training for um, 
companies and in individuals and all that. And part of mindfulness is um, they, they kind of talk about these elements of positive psychology with mindfulness and um, gratitude is a huge part of positive psychology. See, this all does tie together. Um, and so there are many benefits of expressing gratitude uh, which we will get into in a second, but I was going to read a quote. Uh, the greatest gift one can give is thanksgiving. In giving gifts, we give what we can spare, but in giving thanks, we give ourselves. And that is a quote from David Steindl-Rast. Um, but I think that it, it really kind of illustrates kind of what giving thanks really means. So anyways, the benefits of expressing gratitude can uh, include things like you can make more friends. Um, <laughs> how do you think, uh, how, how would you take that one? You, <laughs> I'm thankful for friends and then you just get more. <laughs> well, I think that what's interesting about um, gratitude also is that um, it can just be a way to change your mind change your mindset away from negativity because um, sometimes, and it is so easy and it's especially easy this year to slip into kind of an Eeyore mindset, you know, we're like, nothing good ever happens to me. Oh, something bad happened. That always happens. Like I, I can't find the right relationship. Like why does this always happen? Was I have not meant to find love? that sort of a thing. But um, the thing about gratitude that we're going to talk about tonight is that um, gratitude doesn't necessarily have to be like even a mindset. It can actually be a different form of energy. And so you tap into that energy and you can use that to um, change your mindset and also to bring more positivity and abundance into your life. So if you know, you're kind of like, everything's going wrong and, um, you know, nothing ever goes your way and everything's terrible. Sometimes just kind of sitting there and being like, okay, let's think right now of five things I have to be grateful for. And it doesn't necessarily have to be big things like a roof over my head, three square meals a day. It could just be little things like I'm grateful for my cat. I'm grateful that the Wi-Fi in my place is really great. I'm grateful for that one coworker at work who gets me, that sort of thing. And oh, yeah. when you open yourself up, you can change your um, kind of just flip your mindset into, oh, yeah, I do have good things in my life. Good things do come to me. And that way you can just kind of open up the channel for more good things coming your way because you're not putting up that mental block of, nothing good ever happens. You know, you're recognizing and acknowledging that there are good things, even if there's small good things like, you know, don't discount the small stuff. It's still, it still does its job. It's uh no, you, you bring up God. That's a, that is a beautiful explanation. I just want to <laughs> throw that out there. That was, that was a little beautiful. I'm a little teary. <laughs> but um, no, you're right. I think that expressing gratitude, um, kind of giving thanks for the things that are already in your life. You um, kind of raise your vibration, your energy vibration. And so um, when you're feeling kind of crummy and depressed and kind of the um you kind of think these negative thoughts 
and then you're kind of resonating at a very low energy level where anything else that's low um, can come in and it doesn't even have to be the exact same thing, but it's just anything that's crappy that's at the same low energy frequency. And so a lot of times if you are feeling depressed or you feel like, you know, nothing's going my way, you know, everything's bad. Like, you know, I just, I can't expect anything great to happen because everything just keeps falling apart, blah, blah, blah. Um, it just kind of, it's a self-fulfilling process prophecy it will because it's just that's the energy that you are vibrating at the energy level and so um just anything yucky um that's a lot of times like if you're feeling bad about yourself usually the time if you meet somebody guy girl whatever you're into um they will probably be the wrong person for you and you will probably then be kind of in a kind of uh toxic relationship for a while Usually that's kind of how it starts is they find their way in because you're not yourself. You're not at your best and um, your self-esteem isn't as high as it needs to be. Yeah, that's, that is when they creep in. Like, you know, they can be, oh, I feel like abusers can always just like sense that, you yeah. know, like, I mean, they just kind of prey on the vulnerable and then like they can indulge in this sort of um, basically indulge in the image of themselves as Prince Charming, you know, like swooping in and saving you from your mundane life. And it's great at first. It could even be great for a year. Sometimes it's even great for a couple of years. But once it's bad, once Prince Charming takes off that mask and suddenly (laughs) you see that he's a troll, yeah, that mask isn't coming back on, girl. He is a troll. And I mean, I I just said girl, but I want to stress that this can work the other way, too. Maybe you're a really great guy and you found your princess and uh, and, uh, she's not a princess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Well, yeah. So it's, uh, it's really important when you are kind of, no matter where you're at in your life, whether you are kind of going through a rough patch or, you know, you're really, you're, you're like, everything's coming together. Um, expressing gratitude can kind of help with that even more. Um, it can, you know, it's been like proven to, to, um, lessen aches and pains, improve your mental health, it can help boost empathy and reduce aggression, uh, have you sleep better, improve your self-esteem, and increase resilience and overcome trauma, all from just saying, thank you, universe, <laughs> or thank you, person <laughs> who's helped me. Or um, So it's like really, it's really kind of amazing. And it, another interesting part of it is that you don't even have to really, <laughs> this is so awful in a way, but it's also very inspiring in a way um, because you don't even have to feel really grateful if you express it. So like they do say like fake it till you make it. Um, It still Mm -hmm. has proven to make you happier. Um, Just feel like you're having this horrible day and you're like, I can't, I don't, there's nothing good about today. I'm really trying here, but like, whatever. Um, Just come up with anything. Like I'm really grateful that I had a good breakfast this morning. Like it did not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're I'm, I'm, gra- I'm grateful. 
Yeah, I'm grateful that they still have Schitt's Creek on Netflix right now, and I can binge watch that all day. You know, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything amazing. And sometimes, too, I feel like if you focus on, like, the big, broad, sweeping things, then it's like unless you've actually had a moment of being homeless, probably, like, you know, saying I'm grateful for having a roof over my head isn't going to do it for you because that feels abstract, you know, until you lose that roof over your head, like, you yeah. can't really, like, you know, understand exactly how important it is to have it. But, you know, and that's also not necessarily a bad thing. We all want to keep that roof over our head. Like, you know, that's a privilege. <laughs> and if you, if you don't have to, like, you know, if you don't have to feel, like, a true moment of gratitude for that. But, you know, sometimes just finding the little things, like we said, you know, just like, oh, my cat is cute. You know, look at my cat. Look at his little paws and how amazing they are. You know, just something like that. I'm grateful for my cat's paws today. You know, <laughs> that's all you need. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, just finding anything. Um, and it's actually been, there's there's something that they talk about in the um, Barbara Fredrickson, but don't quote me on this one. I, I have to go back through my notes, but uh that kind of came up with the upward spiral of positive emotions. That's a positive psychology kind of um, thing, but um, it's kind of that when you express gratitude, you actually activate your serotonin production. And so um, your mood is like boosted from just kind of going, wow, thank you. Thank you, apple cider donut for being in my life this morning. Thank you to the farmers who grew the apples to flavor my apple cider donut. Thank you, Country Donuts, for doing me. You know, that that reminds me of, um, for like all of you who are big Twin Peaks fans out there, you know, like, remember when um, Agent Cooper said, give yourself a present every single day and don't plan for it. Just let it happen. And maybe it's an apple cider donut, maybe a slice of damn fine cherry pie, or maybe it's the best coffee you've ever tasted. <laughs> That's awesome. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Um, no. Okay. Um, I just want to send a shout out to my beautiful daughter, Olivia, who came down to glare at me. No, I did not really have an apple cider donut today, honey, and didn't share one with you. I did not have one. I used that as an example. I actually had a, uh, a plant-based protein bar, which is not really, I wasn't really feeling that grateful about. So, But I am grateful for apple cider donuts. Yes, sweetie. Anything else you want to add? You can come in and talk with talk on the mic if you want. Oh, God. All right. Um, Livy, I think you need to do a gratitude list. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, (laughs) but yes, apple cider donuts are a beautiful thing, and I would like to get one soon. Just shout out to Country Donuts. Country Donuts, if you ever want to sponsor the Mystic Chick podcast, um, I can promote your beautiful donuts on on my podcast. And all you really have to do is just, just, you know, throw me a donut here and there. It, it's it's a wonderful partner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can be the latte to your donut. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm in the city, but you know, if you want if you want to mail them to me, I will accept. <laughs> Even for sale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Second donuts are no crime. <laughs> They're not a shame. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just put them in the microwave, warm them up, up for a minute. <laughs> they reheat well. <laughs> They're also good for ice cream sundaes the next day. Ooh, yes. And maybe you could make a cocktail with that. A cocktail with that? Yeah, and so of like the Oreo um, milkshake, maybe Ooh. you could make like, you know, an apple cider donut milkshake. That sounds kind of dangerous, actually. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> um, so there were a couple of things that kind of, for me, when I when I really thought about gratitude myself, uh, my own takeaways from my own life, because I've I've had some ups and downs. My life has not, you know, followed a, a gentle kind of path. But um, it has the the things that I've experienced, I can be grateful for because they did kind of mold me and shape me into the person that I am today. And I, I want to be grateful for that because I, um, I think that I have a lot of uh, positive attributes that I didn't have 20 years ago because of some of the experiences that I've had. But um, so there's the top that I've kind of from my own life taken as life lessons about gratitude are that gratitude starts internally. Um, You need to be grateful for the gifts that you have that have made you who you are. So um, for myself, I kind of, I feel like my kind of, empathic gifts, my psychic gifts have really grown because of the experiences, both positive and negative, uh, that I've had in my life. Um, what about you, Jessica? Do you have for go last? (laughs) Can you tell? I have, um, I have not been feeling 100% the last few days. I am not, I don't have the vid, (laughs) but um, I have this kind of recurring health issue and it's kind of been, I've kind of struggled through the last couple of days. And so I'm better than I was, but my my, um, thinking is not 100% as clear as I'd like it to be. So I apologize. At least I didn't throw out your last name. So anyways, um, do you, Virgolas, have any kind of gifts that you are grateful that you have that, you know, because of the experiences that you've had, any things that have made you who you are? Oh, absolutely. It's funny, um, on Facebook, there's actually a meme that was going around um, that I posted the other day about how um, if you knew me before my 20s, you only knew season one me and the writers were going through a lot back then and we didn't have any sort of budget. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) which, you know, I mean, and and that's true. And then I think that like some people were doing like the care react, you know, or like it's hugging a little hard. And I was just like, that's not why I posted it. So I was like, okay. (laughs) I edited and said, okay, people, it's okay. Like, whatever, I'm over it. (laughs) And also, I don't really trust anyone who didn't have a very awkward sort of season one. You know, I'm (laughs) seeing that those are the experiences that, you know, I mean, like, it's never fun going through that stuff, but, like, it is, like, the things that, you know, make you a more empathetic person, um, like, you know, the type of – you know, it can make you see things through other people's eyes. Um, in my line of work, it makes me um, much more like, you know, about um, 
ready to take care of somebody if they're feeling uncomfortable. I once had a client who was coming to me for a service, and she was just like very like embarrassed and not feeling very confident in her body. And um, I just went ahead and I did the service. I completely put her at ease. I had, you know, was joking around. I had her laughing and she just thanked me afterwards and said, I hope that someday you are in a situation that's really uncomfortable and somebody puts you at ease the way that you just did for me, which is, you know, something that I'm very grateful for in my line of work. Oh, that is so wonderful. Such a warm fuzzy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, And also, like, yeah, I mean, I think because um, I've definitely had moments of, like, anxiety in my life, I tend to kind of just go overboard. I don't want to say overboard, but, you know, I'm definitely a grounder. And so when I see that happening in other people, I'm just like, calm down. It's all going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Look at the big picture. We're all alive. Everything's great. And I've... I actually end up like, yeah, I think I've mentioned this in another podcast we did about how that brings a lot of high anxiety people into my life because, (laughs) you know, they usually say that, you know, I tend to like, I make them feel calm. So I feel like that's my, that's my gift that I've been given in this world is, you know, like I help people to kind of chill out. (laughs) You are the yin to my yang. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, and so, and you actually kind of bring up the the next point, sort of, because it's uh, one of them was you choose what you focus on, and I think that you kind of being that grounder, you can kind of help shift people's perspectives because you know they're kind of like going into this like anxiety cycle and they're freaking out, and you're like, okay, wait, look over here, (laughs) this is still good. Uh, look over there. <laughs> Donut. What? <laughs> but no, I mean, I think that that is that that is one of your gifts is that it, as being a grounder, you you really can kind of like change the narrative for somebody, and that is like a huge gift. Yeah. It also helps that, you know, it can work for me as well. Not always in the moment when I'm having my own anxiety freakouts because it does happen. You know, I have this very calm exterior and then on the inside, like, you know, I have like 27 taps open in my brain all the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, but, you know, I'm usually able to like, you know, journal and kind of get it out that way like I mean I've had definite moments in my life of giving myself a very stern talking to and taking myself seriously and sometimes too just trying to you know like calm down my high anxiety friends like I'll be giving them advice and telling them okay it's all going to be okay and then I'll be in my head oh yeah it is all going to be okay okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, another, another point that, um, well, something that I don't know if everybody has kind of come across this. Some people have lived more of a charmed existence, but, um, just that one of the life lesson takeaways is that there will always be people who are better off than you and those who are worse off than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and do not try to I feel like that. 
Yeah, and that's the thing with social media these days is that, like, everybody only posts the happy stuff, you know? I mean, okay, sometimes you get those dramatic people where they're posting all the bad stuff. But for the most part, like, if you're on your Instagram feed, you'll actually get a real complex thinking that everyone's doing better than you. It's like, you know, oh, um, this person is on a lavish vacation. I can't take vacations. Like, um, <laughs> this person just got, like, this amazing new job, and we graduated at the same time as college. Like, how come I can't get that? But you just have to understand they're not posting the crappy stuff on their Instagram, you know, like that would be a really sad Instagram. So <laughs> it's like you just have to take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> that is true. It's uh, it, well, and it works in the other direction too, where like some people <laughs> like you feel kind of bad about something that you're going through and then you either find somebody on, you know, some sort of social media platform or YouTube or something else that, you know, or the news that's coming up talking about some really, really terrible thing that they've gone through and how they've overcome it. And then the worst part is they went through something, something worse than you and they have overcome it and they're doing like way, way better than you. Like they were able to really harness that experience. And you're like, um, what have I done? Um, like darn (laughs) so you can't feel bad about that either everybody's on their own path and um just kind of realizing that you know you can't you can't feel a little bit green about the people who are doing better and you also can't feel guilty that you're doing better than other people if that I don't know how else to say that yeah but no, that's true. It's like, um, yeah, sometimes you'll be, you'll have like, you know, your friends who are kind of like, oh, everything always works out for you. Or um, <laughs> sometimes too, I, I think, but like, I actually know that I think about it, like that sometimes tends to be a problem with, uh, with me in particular is that, you know, like I'm spend a lot of my time building other people up and being like, oh, everything's going to be okay. And then I forget to tell them, I you know, I forget to do my own venting. I forget to do my own thing of like telling them like, yeah, not everything's great over here. You know, it's like I'm listening to them vent and I'm giving them advice, but I'm not like saying, um, oh yeah, also I'm really scared about uh, my own career path happening in this pandemic right now, things like that. And then they end up thinking that I have this charmed life and that everything has ever, all doors have always been open to me. Nothing bad has ever happened to me. And that is so not the case. It's just that I end up like writing that stuff like furiously in my journal instead of like telling it to them. And that actually is like, if you were that person too, like, you know, come on, we are, I don't want to say like the healers, but we are the listeners. We are like that person whose shoulder always gets cried on. It's like, you know, turn about a fair play. You know, you, sometimes you need to turn around to that person and be like, hey, I'm going through stuff too, at least just so that they know about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so much to talk about there. We <laughs> Yeah, let's get through this cuz we actually yeah, there's a lot to unpack with that. Um <laughs> Um well, and that's the thing too is that like when you are kind of number one oh, so much. Anyways, yeah, let's just do that in a second cuz I feel like I'm going to Um 
but there's so like when you are kind of feeling like you don't have anything to be grateful for, um, and you kind of talked about this earlier, but um, one of my life lessons that kind of I had to really um, reach deep down sometimes uh, in different periods of my life to look for something to be grateful for. But the life lesson was that there is always something to be grateful for, even when you really, and this hasn't happened for a while, uh, but there have been times in my life where I really, really had to really try hard to think of a reason um, for everything to kind of still be, you know, and um, it was, you have to just start with anything, just with anything that you can to kind of like anchor yourself and be like, I'm grateful for. And I remember at one point, um, I really, I had nothing um, and everything had gone wrong. And, you know, I was homeless for a little while and I was just like, you know, um, I'm thankful for my brain. Like, that is something that nobody else can take from me. Like that my brain can help me get out of this situation. My brain can help me, you know, come up with better ideas and a a better way of surviving. I just need to kind of work with that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it's just the thing that is the thing to be grateful for is just something internal that, you know, you might not have anything, but it's like, there's, there's something, there is a, a gift that you have that you can offer the world. And that is what you need to be grateful for. I like, I'm, I'm like pausing right now because like, you know, that was so profound that I'm having a hard time following it up with something oh, <laughs> other, God, than, uh, other than applause. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't apologize. <laughs> this just got real. <laughs> um well you know and you can kind of think on that one for a minute because i the next one actually because i have six total and this number five kind of feeds into number four it's it's uh or kind of goes works from number four but it's be grateful for opportunities so when you are kind of in that space where you feel like you have nothing and you know you really are trying to search for those things to be grateful for that's when you need to really start paying attention to the opportunities that are around you and anything can be an opportunity. And so, you know, just um, somebody taking the time out to talk to you and explain why your resume is not working for you. Like that is something to be grateful for. Like, you know, just any little thing, it might not on the surface look like something that is moving your life in the right direction, but it's all baby steps and you keep reevaluating your situation based on the new information that you have and the feedback from others in the form of, you know, opportunities. Homer Simpson calls that a chrysotunity. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. Can you tell me more? Cause I don't think I've, I've seen that one. Oh, I can't remember the context of the episode, but um, yeah, you know, Homer Simpson's going through something like he does, and Lisa says to him that um, the Japanese have the same word for opportunity as they do for crisis, and Homer says, yes, a crisis-tunity. <laughs> That's awesome. 
are kind of two sides of the same coin. <laughs> but it is kind of like what we're saying. Okay, like we are all going through a moment of crisis right now. Like it's the year 2020, and we are all, all of us, in the same boat of going through a collective traumatic experience. But we can only, like, you know, I was about to say we can only hope, but also we can only work. We can only, like, you know, kind of come together and work to turn this crisis into an opportunity to make the world better once we get out of this. And we will get out of it because, like, everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know, like, we went through the exact same thing in 1918 with the pandemic there. And there's a lot of similarities, even politically. But um, they made it out. We will, too. But it's kind of like, what do we want to see on the other side of that door once we walk through it? True. That is uh, (laughs) – it's really – this whole, I mean – staying at home thing a lot of times and everything else has given us a large amount of time for self-reflection. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, I mean, a lot, yeah, a lot of people are kind of like doing a deep dive into their own psyche. A lot of people are starting to do like, you know, some shadow work. More people are journaling every day and kind of like going internal And, I mean, these are all good things, even if you're an extrovert and this whole thing is driving you absolutely crazy, you know. It's like um, (laughs) the world needed a moment to do some soul searching, and here it is. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And, I mean, I think that it's been great for um, kind of just giving everyone a time out, just having everybody slow down like this, that uh, we as a culture have been so rushed and crazy for so long that the universe was like, yeah, you guys need to go on a timeout right now. <laughs> you guys are going to just <laughs> run yourselves into the ground. So true. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> time out. And what are like some of the moments of like, you know, gratitude that we have with this? Okay. So um, for instance, like we've discovered that, Working from home is a possible thing for a lot of different industries, and um, this actually opens up a lot of more opportunities for especially people who are disabled. You know, like um, there were so many companies before where they're like, no, you have to come in and you have to be in your cubicle and you have to work for like this many hours in a day. And now people who are disabled, they're like, actually, no, I can do this over, over Zoom in my living room. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely um, just been huge for all of that. Um, yeah, I just uh, I think that it's just been a really interesting time. Um, you know, and a lot of people, they've been doing soul searching. Maybe they've taken up new hobbies. Maybe um, some of them have had to, well, a, a good amount of people have actually had to switch careers. And there's a whole bunch of stuff around that. Like, I think that um, the universe definitely kind of, this is on a larger scale than a lot of times, but basically um, the universe kind of says, hey, you know, um, you might be comfortable doing what you're doing right now, but it's fear that's keeping you kind of in this hamster wheel or that sort of thing. And they kind of, the universe kind of pulls the rug out from under you so that you flounder and you try 
to do something new, something that you had been putting off or different things like that, because it is time for you to grow your soul to grow for you to kind of follow that karmic path that you're on. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people are going to look back on this time, especially the ones that have had to do career shifts and go, you know what, I am really glad the pandemic happened because I mean, like a lot of people have gone into like coding and they're making like, you know, three times as much money as they were in, you know, a, a service industry. Um, it's just been kind of really interesting. Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings about that, but that's not for the, that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I was actually thinking about like uh, the waiters and waitresses out there who've had to, or like even people who are in, you know, like Broadway and things like that. Like there've been a lot of things that have had to be put on hold and, uh, just kind of like different. Yeah. But yeah, that you're right. There well, are a I lot. Think of- that, but I do think that like, you know, even for like, you know, people where um, you didn't want a different career path, you were fine with the career path you were on. But I mean, I uh, kind of have to have the hope that this is making us a lot more appreciative of those services that we were getting before. Like, you know, I mean, um, my job, I work at a spa. And so you can imagine it's real hard, like right now with a job where you, there is no social distancing, you touch every person you see, but it's also making all of the social distancing is making people crave human touch more than ever. And so I think that's something that, you know, once, you know, like we're able to um, get back on track, I think that's something that we're going to like, you know, see a huge, you know, more of an abundance of, or even just like, how much do we appreciate our restaurants more? How much do we appreciate um, our bars, our little dive bars that we can't go to anymore? How much do we miss the bartenders that we used to see who used to pour our drinks, things like that? Like, I mean, these are things we're not going to be taking for granted again. Oh, true. I mean, you are so right on the money. Um, it's uh, and I apologize if I don't even know um, talking oh, into the microphone. Yeah. I, I think you can hear dogs barking in the background. Um, <laughs> but we love the doggies. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but um, no, I think that for something, the only way I can really explain the pandemic, um, as far as like how life has changed, is that you kind of walk around like you always you haven't showered in a few days and everything feels Mm -hmm. wrong. And often like you just miss the things that make your life normal and the people and the interactions and, you know, everything that just, it's like being in this weird dream time right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, and even just like the littlest things where like, you know, we all just want to like, you know, be in a room together and hug and yeah. breathe. Yeah. Like we just, just want to breathe. <laughs> just have a nice party with people get together at a bar. Like I, I really miss that sort of thing. I miss going to a movie theater. I miss, you know, just all the kinds of silly, you know, I, I, a teacher, I miss the children. Like, I mean, it's just weird to like be teaching to like <laughs> just a monitor. Like it's, it's very, you know, it just is not the same experience, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of, there's been a lot with this, uh, this pandemic. We're going to, we're going to have a lot of uh, 
stuff to work with for years um, after Mm -hmm. this. It's a lot to process, a lot that I think is going to kind of propel us forward into uh, being a better community, though, too. And uh, that kind of transitions into the last lesson that I've had as a takeaway from about gratitude, which is to truly experience gratitude, you need to pay it forward and find ways Mm -hmm. to kind of help out those. And especially now, I think that this is a time where you can really get creative with um, helping out all kinds of people in need. And that doesn't, people in need, it's not always a money thing. I mean, some people who are in need are in need of, you know, some sort of social connection or um, just all kinds of, there's just a million ways that you can kind of connect with other people right now. No, that's very true. Yeah, like even if it's just that um, everyone has weird hours now and like somebody is up at 3 o'clock in the morning and just needs somebody to chat with, you know, it's just like just reaching out to that person and chatting at 3 o'clock in the morning can make a big difference in somebody's life. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, and, you know, um, silly things like, you know, maybe you just kind of leave cookies on someone's doorstep or you mail somebody cookies or you do like just odd little things that you wouldn't normally take the time to do. Um, It's just, it's a, it's a time for that. It's a time for kind of the little things like almost kind of going back to that um, time, like during the depression or even like, you know, the war eras when they were um, kind of on, I can't think of the word now. (laughs) But, um, you know, they were prioritizing a lot of the materials and foods and things for the, the troops. And so you kind of. Oh, yeah, like growing the victory gardens. And... Yes. yes. I actually made a poster yeah. about growing a victory garden for my uh, history class. It was a promotional poster. <laughs> yeah. Grow a victory garden, okay? <laughs> They're a thing. <laughs> Well, that's actually kind of funny because people did start doing that in the last few years um, with the heritage gardens and things like that, trying to um, get away from all of the Roundup kind of uh, seeds and all of the GMOs and and everything, kind of going back to finding old seeds. I know I had a neighbor uh, who used to live across the street from me, and he was a chef at one of the local restaurants, and he was an amazing chef. And um, he, his hobby with his wife was to collect heirloom seeds, heirloom seeds, and to kind of grow these older vegetables and things in a garden. And it was, it was just so cool. Yeah, I remember reading one of Michael Pollan's books, and he was talking about how, like, there used to be so many, many, like, thousands of different types of apples, and then it all just got homogenized, and now we just have, like, Gala, you know, and Red Delicious, and nobody even likes Red Delicious. So, and I remember reading that and being like, I want to taste all of the secret apples. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, and this is not exactly the same thing, but um, my son was showing me these these uh, things about like old fruits and vegetables and like how they used to look like hundreds of years ago and like the watermelon and what it looked like. And it was like, it just looked like this alien thing. I I don't even, it had like segments Mm -hmm. in it, like little pods of, and it was like really Mm -hmm. pale and tons of seeds. And 
you wonder how anybody ate for the last thousand, few thousands of years. <laughs> like, how'd you get any food? <laughs> mostly seeds and like rind <laughs> but um so yeah we've kind of in a way bastardized our fruits and vegetables into these weird and we've done it with our our animals too just uh the ones for for food because we've given them so many um you know hormones and antibiotics and everything and fattened them up so they can't barely even move but they make a lot of meat you know what i'm saying like it's it's really when you said when you mentioned for when you mentioned for food, at first I thought you were talking about like pets, you know, like how like you know we created pugs and let's face it, y'all, pugs are adorable, but they were never meant to be. I, I, they should have never existed. I and I love I love pugs, especially black pugs. They're like my that would be my third dog because you can't really even tell her there because they're so small but um <laughs> which i my husband doesn't believe me on that when he's like no that's still a dog <laughs> i said oh <laughs> but um it's uh just how many like the dog breeds over the years and there's this one guy i can't remember oh Salmonella, it's a YouTube guy, and my son, who's 17 and is, like, very worldly for all that stuff, has shown me a lot of interesting uh, things, but um, he had a whole thing on YouTube about dog breeds and how they've evolved and, like, what kind of freaks of nature some of them have turned into. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just kind of awful. I mean, some of them, it's like, why, God, why did you do that to a dog? Like, they looked like normal dogs 100 years ago, and then you did this to them. Like, ugh. (gasps) That's why, yeah, although I feel like we're getting way off track. I was about to go into a rant about purebred dogs, and I'm like, you know what? (laughs) We probably should get back on track over here. (laughs) All right. Go back in the right direction. Thank you, Virgo Last, for keeping us on task. Because <laughs> that is the Virgo in you, and I appreciate I honor and am grateful for that. <laughs> um, so very quickly, because we do have, um, and we're probably going to have to extend the um, energy vampires and uh, toxic positivity into uh, the next show. But um, very quickly, there are a couple of uh, different things, different ways you can practice gratitude. Um, and then we can kind of talk about um, at least touch on the energy vampires and that sort of thing. But um, so you had kind of talked, you mentioned several times about the journaling and the gratitude journals, um, extremely helpful. There's also an app. I actually have it on my phone called, I think it's gratitude garden. And you come up with, I think three things per day and it reminds you like there's a reminder and then you earn points to like um, decorate your garden. So <laughs> it's really cute. But uh, it's a fun little phone app. Um, also, you can do a gratitude jar or box, which is something that I actually talked about with um, the kindergartners in the last week, talking about Thanksgiving and giving thanks and having gratitude for the things in your life. Um, you just kind of write something on a slip of paper and uh, every day and you put it in your little jar or box. And then when you're having like a super bad day you just dump out the jar and you go through all the slips of paper and you're reminded about all the good in your life when it's really hard to see the good isn't that fun it's just uh and there's actually a book called the gratitude jar it's a children's book but it's uh they have it on youtube somebody read it but uh it's very cute you can kind of check that out um 
But um, so anyways, uh, two other things. One of them is write a gratitude letter. This is a big one in the positive psychology. And we're going to go streaming in a minute. So um, I really appreciate everybody out there who I'm to the people who listen to our podcast. (laughs) And um, I just hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and can you guys can all kind of take some things away from this and, and find ways to find gratitude in your lives and pay it forward. Um, so anyways, writing a gratitude letter is something that's huge in the, the uh, positive psychology community. Um, and you write it out and <laughs> before the pandemic, at least you would deliver it personally. <laughs> um, you still can just leave it, on some, leave it on someone's doorstep and ring the bell and run away. <laughs> They'll be like, Whoa, what is that? <laughs> um, And so it's a great thing to do when, uh, especially when you don't see uh, friends and family often and uh, you will be seeing them for some sort of event or uh, something like a Thanksgiving situation. Um, But also one of the biggest ones for me at least was uh, to recharge your spirit and go to a place that inspires awe. You can visit a church, a temple, or other sacred place that you've never been to or don't get to visit often. Um, or you can also visit a place in nature that is new to you. And additionally, um, if you're really kind of running out of ways to feel inspired or grateful, um, bring someone else with you who has never been to the place that you've been. So you can kind of see it through their eyes. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, kind of, you know, when you are feeling you, you go to somewhere beautiful and you feel so small and you just kind of feel the the nature around you and you're just kind of instantly reminded of things that you need to kind of be grateful for in your life. <sighs> Lots of warm fuzzies oh. there. <laughs> and then also even um, just for like doing small little rituals, maybe like, cause I'm, I'm a writer, so I'm always really into the journaling. Some people are not. So even if you're just like, you know, just like saying what you're grateful for out loud to yourself, you know, just like um, just being able to announce it like that can kind of help to like change, kind of change the negativity in your brain. Like, you know, kind of like chase those away, but also like just small rituals you can do is, um, in the morning, um, light a candle and just say a mantra to yourself, you know, um, something like, um, like positivity always comes my way. And they also say that when you're trying to manifest good things into your life, you should always not say what you want, but say it as if it's already there and you already have it. And that's yeah. kind of how you change your mindset. You know, it's like, if like you're at if things aren't going really great at work, you know, just say some say something to yourself every day. Like, um, to God, if you say that you're going through a moment of imposter syndrome, syndrome just say, um, I am on top of everything that I do. Um, I am a hard worker, and people are lucky to have me in their workplace. And light your candle, and then um, just kind of like ruminate on that for a moment, and. Uh, blow it out when you're ready. Something like that. Oh, I think that's great. And it's just, um, it's kind of, you get that closure when you blow out the candle, like, you know, all right, it's in the works. Um, <laughs> the, other, the, the other thing, 
The other trick, too, is, and, like, I feel like a lot of women are probably listening to us right now, and this is something that, like, friends of mine I have been saying, especially when you have, like, that imposter syndrome, especially in your career or even, like, your parenting or whatever, when you feel like, oh, my God, I have no idea what the hell it is that I'm doing. Give yourself the confidence of a mediocre white man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please tell us more. <laughs> because I feel like sometimes like women are raised to second guess themselves and they're raised to sort of put themselves last. And so like say you're say that you're at a networking event. And you're just there and, you know, you've got your drink and you're just like, why am I even here? Nobody wants to talk to me. Like, who am I? You know, like, I've only done this, 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 and this. You know, like, I haven't accomplished all that much. Like, I'm not an expert or anything. There is some mediocre dude in there who has not had any of the experiences you've had, who does not have nearly the talent that you have, and he is just walking up in that event. He is just smoothing everybody because in his mind, he is the best. He is entitled to everything. Oh, my gosh. No, you are right. You know, it's you like you got to – right. Exactly. you got to challenge that mediocre energy. <laughs> <laughs> We have to rise up past our own self doubts, which, um, as it definitely as a woman, they are they tend to uh, pop up more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> That's when you think to yourself, "I'm a strong, confident woman. <laughs> I get things done. <laughs> People answer to me." <laughs> That's right. Light your candles and say that. <laughs> So, um, oh my gosh, we are, I, this, this episode of gratitude, apparently gratitude is a bigger, bigger topic than I had thought about really. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, we have like a whole other tangent we were going to go off on, but. um, Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, but but yeah, no, like, um, our puffy cloud of positive energy that we were always trying to cultivate, but no, let's talk more about this. (laughs) <laughs> and um i think that uh <laughs> i don't even know how to yeah <laughs> because we okay so we you have to you feel gratitude right you, you you're in a bad place you're feeling you know like okay how do i get out of this funk you start thinking about all the things that you're grateful for it puts you in a more positive place the whole spiral of positive energy that kind of I mentioned. And um, so then you are, you're vibrating at a higher level, you're feeling more positive. And um, that is kind of when people can kind of take advantage or like kind of siphon off your positive energy and positivity. And um, that can be, that can be a whole nother issue because then you're kind of plunged back into that whole like low energy cycle. And I don't know, it's just, it's um, I think it's really important to make sure. And I didn't think about this um, when I was getting the show ready, but it's like, you need to protect yourself um, from anybody else, either like changing your energy vibration or um, just kind of like, trying to tap into it and uh, 
I think just kind of making sure that you have, and we've talked about this before, um, but the, the one thing that I was told by this, this um, woman who gave me a reading years ago was kind of to, it was a saying, and I'm going to say it again, because I think it might be actually helpful for some people out there who haven't heard it before, but it's um, chakras open shields up and that you wake up in the morning and you say that out loud kind of with some energy and um, you kind of protect yourself for the day and um, just kind of envision yourself in this kind of bubble of light. Now, honestly, you know, there's different colors have different properties. If you are feeling kind of sick or whatever, maybe you picture yourself in a green bubble of light. A lot of times I actually picture myself in a golden bubble of light because I just feel like um, that's the most just kind of the default positive energy setting. It's kind of like they say citrine is like this, um, this crystal that doesn't ever accumulate negative energy. So you're kind of like in this, like you've got your protective buffer of light around you and it's much harder than for people to kind of sap off that good energy that you've been working to kind of generate. I feel like I've been doing a lot of more silver energy and blue energy. I think that's probably especially like working where I do, you know, um, I go for like the very healing colors, but then, um, yeah. And then just recently, like, I mean, I think that I was like, you know, working on some clients and I was trying to kind of tap into some sort of healing energy to give them while I was doing like, um, like a shoulder massage or whatever. And all of a sudden it came to me amber energy because I mean, what do you think of like when you go into a spa, you're thinking low amber lights, um, just everything very sort of like soft and golden. And so that's become the uh, energy that I try to like sort of push into my clients. And I have no idea if they're feeling energy. (laughs) They might not. It might just all be me, but you know what? It's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I think you're, I mean, because Amber is kind of very close to that gold and it's just kind of infusing them with positivity, basically. And it's also at the same time protecting you from any backwash leaking back up into you. Mm-hmm. And then also it is also important to sort of ground yourself afterwards. I mean, it's good to bring your energy up high to that higher vibration. You don't want to always live there because it can, it can just mess with you. Then that's when you know, like, those people where they're, you're just like, whoa, this person is living on a whole different plane. You know, it's like you have to bring yourself back down to earth sometimes. <laughs> so, like, when I leave the room, I just kind of, like, raise my hands over myself, and I just kind of, like, rain my fingertips down, and I just imagine, like, you know, like little amber crystals, like, falling back down into the earth. Oh, that is so beautiful. I like that one. <laughs> I I just do, usually I do like the the tree roots or something and, you know, you need some fresh. Oh yeah. I'm a a fan of that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm a fan of the tree roots. Um, But I think that as far as um, the spa room goes, I, I, and working with people. Yeah. Like um, I was like, you know what? It's also in the earth. Amber is in the earth. So I just kind of like, you know, I put my roots down, but I bring up the amber energy instead of like a green leafy energy. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's really interesting. It's, it's really, um, 
kind of what you, and I, I think everybody goes through phases too. Like I do kind of wonder if, you know, you've, well, the blue energy is, is that kind of communication energy also, which kind of allows you to, even on a, just a subliminal level, communicate the needs, you know, what you're doing and, and find out the needs of the client on a more, you know, um, vibrational level, which is kind of fun. No, that's very true. Like, yeah, sometimes I'll, because sometimes I'll bring in like some crystals to work whenever I like need a certain thing. So yeah, like uh, lapis lazuli is like a nice blue stone for communication. I've been bringing in citrine a lot because citrine is like the money stone. And it's like, <laughs> all right, hand over time. I need the money. <laughs> oh my gosh no that's awesome and and the lapis i mean it is it's such an intuitive stone like it's it's such a psychic powerhouse um i think those are really great ones to bring but yeah we did want to touch on toxic toxic positivity (laughs) which is like the antithesis of Gratitude, I think. Uh, we'll get into that next week, but, you know, I just if there's anybody out there still listening to us, I do want to touch on the fact that um, if you're truly having a moment of depression right now, we're not talking about negativity or toxic, toxicity or anything like that. We're talking like you haven't showered in a week. You can't get yourself out of bed to even feed yourself. I mean, you're like, you know, you're in your bed right now trying to think of like what's you could possibly be thankful for. Maybe it's helping a little bit and maybe it's not, but I mean, you know, we don't want you to feel like, oh, now I'm a failure because I can't think of a single thing to be positive about. You know, sometimes like things are shitty because they're (laughs) shitty. We don't want to take that away. (laughs) And we'll definitely, we're going through that moment right now. We're going to touch on that next week that, you know, uh, we don't want to be like, come on, turn that smile upside down. Everything's going to be okay. What are you thankful for? You know, it's like that's not where we're going for. You know, I mean, there's, like I said, there's negative, there's negativity, then there's depression. And if you're going through a, a moment of depression, please reach out to somebody. Maybe you can't think of anything to be positive about right now. That's not your job right now, honestly. Your job is to reach out to somebody who can help you. Um, even if it's just by sending you dumb cat memes and um, <laughs> just try to like just get yourself out of bed. Like that's just your job right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, it's definitely, especially with the holidays coming upon us and uh, without a pandemic happening, um, the holidays are some of the most stressful times of the year. Um, so, uh, yeah, if especially with this pandemic and everything else, if anybody out there truly needs help, um, you know, there's all the positivity in the world isn't really going to help with that. You need to ask for help and get a professional to um, work with you. Uh, no. But no, it also crystals are great. Tarot cards are great. Gratitude is great. Sometimes you need an antidepressant, and it's totally okay if you do. Yeah, and I think that the, like in the, the end, we're just a bunch of brain chemicals. <laughs> the uh, the crystals and the cards and all those things, I think they they help um, give you the guidance uh, to tell you more about like what you need to be asking for in your life or what you need the different routes you need to take, um, and you know, so you can ask 
you know, the cards or something for, for um, some guidance. And, but then you've got to follow up with, you know, actions in the real world, like, you know, asking for exactly. the help or, yeah. And so um, I think that uh, definitely we're going to talk on, uh, talk about toxically positive people next time. But I think that whenever anybody, because it does come up a lot where it's like, um, you're having a bad day and they, somebody who's really like fake positive is like, Ooh, your negative energy is rubbing off on me. You need to go. That's not somebody who's truly a, a positive person. That's somebody who's wearing the positive person mask, <laughs> but they're, they're mm-hmm. actually a toxic person who's using mm-hmm. your bad feelings about yourself, like to, as kind of ammunition against you. And that's not right. Right, like I mentioned Eeyore before, but like keep in mind that um, all of Eeyore's friends in um, in the for- back in the forest, they all supported him. Like you know, it didn't matter to them that Eeyore was always depressed. Like they still wanted him around, and yeah. that's how- and that's basically like what a truly positive person does. Is a truly positive person still wants their friends around, and they're yeah, not I going think they- to just. Yeah, they're not going to harass them about it. No, I think that being a true friend or, you know, caring about someone else, even, you know, like, you know, a family member or whatever is is about kind of acceptance, honoring where the person is at in the moment, accepting the person for who they are and what their um, abilities are and, and what, you know, they just can't give and being okay with that. All right, so I hope I hope that that you know kind of like clarified that you know we're not trying to um, we're not trying to denigrate somebody's like you know clinical depression right now. Like uh, we're <laughs> basically talking about chasing out negative thoughts, but like yeah, like I said, I we've said over and over like we're all going through a moment of trauma right now. If you haven't accomplished a single thing in 2020, that's fine. None of us have. It's okay. The bar is low right now. Like, do not feel bad about just, like, rolling underneath it. (laughs) This has been a year for going inward. Just think about that. It's been a time for working on yourself, even just on a very subtle level, and just being okay with that. It's every, every cycle needs that time. Nature needs that time. We're going into winter where you have to kind of, you know, tuck in and, and, just let things rest before things have to get ready to grow again. Like it's just part of it. Everybody has those ups and downs. And yeah, if you're definitely in that kind of down cycle um, to kind of honor where you are. Exactly. Be wherever you are. Yeah. And so, um, and also, you know, there's, um, you know, I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't have anything else that, that hasn't already been said as far as like um, I know. I, pointing I, I, people I think in the right direction. We did a really good job of covering everything. <laughs> yeah, so we're like so worried now that we're like recovering. Like, are you sure you remember that we said this? Because <laughs> just so you know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but if you so, but other than that, like you know, and I, I do think that um, there is kind of whether you're feeling positive or not, um, 
you can feel grateful for, for something, for something very small and not feel positive and, and uh, still kind of get some of those benefits eventually of what expressing gratitude does in your life. And uh, so, yeah, I think um, just kind of really, I think the, the point of this episode of, of, you know, the, the pre Thanksgiving party episode is kind of the, looking for where you're at in your life, finding little ways to um, kind of be thankful for the things in your life and where you're at in your life and just kind of evaluate um, kind of where you're at, the person you are, who you want to be. Are you in alignment with that? Are you on the right path? And um, just kind of be thankful for the things that kind of put you on, on the path you want to be on. Exactly. I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> end it on a high note. <laughs> exactly. Let's end on a high note. <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, 2020, the year of finding the right path. <laughs> yes. Yes. To pathfinding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all on those spiritual expeditions right now. What do they call those? The vision quest? <laughs> We're all on a vision quest. <laughs> they can be kind of trippy, and I think this year has been kind of trippy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. We're yeah, going to clean a lot of a vision quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Virgo Lass. Are, just on a, a last note, like, are you, what are you eating for Thanksgiving? I thought I saw, I didn't get a chance to like it, but I thought I saw you posting preparations on your Facebook Ah, yes. So um, it's just going to be me and my husband for Thanksgiving, and we order like a bunch of sides from this place right by us called Smack Dab. Shout out to Smack Dab if you want to sponsor us as well. Would be more than happy. Just shoot me a bagel every now and then. But yeah, no, we like it, it all looks so good. We got a bunch of like of like little garlic knots and we also got um like cheesy bread stuffing we got uh mashed potatoes with gravy and um we've got like a quiche so we can just fire that up in the morning and we got like you know a couple different kinds of desserts so like we are set we are going to be in our pajamas and just eating all day and (laughs) watching cartoons and you know what i am grateful for it That is awesome. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm kind of guilty. I have a guilty pleasure. Um, I'm a little. I'm feeling a little shame sharing this one, but we normally uh, see my my in laws for Thanksgiving. They are amazing cooks and they make an amazing Thanksgiving Day spread. And uh, we're we're doing it. We're doing it with just us four this year and the dogs and the cat, of course, and the fish. Um, (laughs) But um, I freaked out at the thought of cooking a turkey. And so we found a restaurant in town who has kindly sold us. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) What, what, what? (laughs) We pick it up on Thursday. It is drum roll, please. A deep fried turkey. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because 
I, I'm like, I didn't want to find anything that could compete with my in-laws turkey because it is so good that I'm like, we need to make our own crazy memory. So when we found they, they were selling a deep fried turkey, we're like, we're getting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, remember, like, Halloween, like, um, we had to have a very different kind of Halloween this year, and a lot of kids felt like it was the best Halloween ever because it was so different, you know, like, people were eating the treats, they were sliding them down, like, little slides they made, um, like, they were doing scavenger hunts, so it's like, we just kind of do the same thing with Thanksgiving, you know, it's like, um, maybe we're not, like, having a big giant, but you know what, like, you're having a deep fried turkey, I'm having... Cheesy stuffing made by Snack Dab and watching cartoons, and it's still going to be a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> it is, and I'm actually there's a uh, there's a <laughs> this is another uh, plug. <clears throat> Julianne's frozen custard in Crystal Lake, the best custard in like the general vicinity. Um, they do now dairy free custards and gluten free wonderful things, and they actually have a dairy free custard with gluten free flourless chocolate cake in it. Oh my god! <laughs> we will be picking up some of that before Thanksgiving, so we can eat that on Thanksgiving as well. Uh, so, Julian, <laughs> if you ever want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I'm going to have to find a way, uh, Virgilas, to ship some of that to you because it, it is really incredible stuff. Oh, I would appreciate it. <laughs> or you're just going to have to wait until um, all these pandemic things lighten up. And then we can, if you take the train out, we can actually just, like, I can hop on the train with you and we can go take the train to Crystal Lake and poof. Julianne's or you could just get off at my stop and I can drive you which would probably make more sense (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just being able to like yeah go somewhere and have a meal together it sounds very decadent right now oh yes all right so something to hope for that that'll be a new year's resolution Uh, (laughs) that's another show All right. On that note, it's been a lovely, lovely pre-Thanksgiving party with uh, Virgo last year and the topic of gratitude. And um, I hope that everyone out there has a wonderful Thanksgiving and we have a lot to talk about on the next show. Uh, We will be definitely delving more into uh, the whole toxic positivity thing and energy vampires. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay tuned and stay safe and wear your mask. Yes, mask it up, people. This is the the vaccines are out, but they are not functional yet. So just keep doing what you're doing. Sanitize early and often. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.